0: I'm Pastor Brian Paulson, and this is The Message. We're glad you're listening here in Libertyville, in Lake County, or around the world. Center your heart now with the prayer for illumination, listen deeply to the scripture, and allow the message to speak God's word for your life.
1: Let us pray. God of mercy, you promised never to break your covenant with us. Amid all the changing words of our generation, speak your eternal word that does not change. Then may we respond to your gracious promises with faithful and obedient lives. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our first scripture reading this morning is from Psalm 71, verses 1 through 6. I've taken refuge in you, Lord, don't let me ever be put to shame deliver me and rescue me by your righteousness bend your ear toward me and save me be my rock of refuge where i can always escape you commanded that my life be saved because you are my rock and my fortress my god rescue me from the power of the wicked Rescue me from the grip of the wrongdoer and the oppressor, because you are my hope, Lord. You, Lord, are the one I've trusted since childhood. I've depended on you from birth. You cut the cord when I came from my mother's womb. My praise is always about you. May God bless to our understanding the reading of this word.
0: Our second reading is drawn from the Epistle to the Hebrews. Uh, Now, this reading comes after a more familiar uh, passage from Hebrews that many of you all probably um, would recognize, in which there is the reminder that we are to run with perseverance, the race set before us, that, that we have a great cloud of witnesses who are watching us as we carry on by faith. And uh, then it turns towards this reference, uh, a kind of reference that invites the listener. And again, this is written for the the Jewish communities that were becoming disciples of Jesus, Jewish Christians, who very much know that uh, there is the Mount Sinai where the Ten Commandments were delivered. And Mount Zion, where the temple had stood, which had been destroyed. And there's this reference to the temple that we are becoming as God's people and the presence of God with us. And the opportunity for us to discover our lives in a holy and new way. So I'm going to begin reading from the 18th verse of chapter 12. Now you... Disciples of Jesus haven't drawn near to something that can be touched. Oh, a burning fire, darkness, shadow, a whirlwind, a blast of a trumpet, and a sound of words that made the ones who heard it beg that there wouldn't be one more word. They couldn't stand the command. If even a wild animal touches the mountain, it must be stone. The sight was so frightening that Moses, said, I'm terrified and shaking, but you have been drawn near to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem, to countless angels in a festival gathering, to the assembly of God's firstborn children who are registered in heaven, to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous who've been made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks better than Abel's blood, see to it that you don't resist the one who is speaking. If the people didn't escape when they refused to listen to the one who warned them on earth, how will we escape if we reject the one who is warning from heaven? His voice shook the earth then, but now he has made a promise. Still once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. The words still once more reveal the removal of what is shaken, the things that are part of creation, so that what isn't shaken will remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a world that cannot be shaken, Let's continue to express our gratitude. And with this gratitude, let's serve in a way that is pleasing to God with respect and awe because our God really is an everlasting fire. Friends, this is the end of our reading from Holy Scripture today. May we reflect well upon the fire of God's renewing righteousness and grace and how we, together, will not be shaken because of God's great and amazing, transforming love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Back in the 90s, a Montreal newspaper published a transcript that it claimed was an exchange between Canadian and American forces off the coast of Newfoundland. It read like this. Americans. Please divert your course 15 degrees to the north to avoid a collision. Canadians. Recommend you divert your course 15 degrees south to avoid a collision. Americans. This is the captain of a U.S. Navy ship. I say again, divert your course. Canadians. No, I say again, you divert your course. Americans. This is the aircraft carrier USS Abraham Lincoln, the second largest ship in the United States Atlantic fleet. We are accompanied by three destroyers, three cruisers, and numerous support vessels. I demand that you change your course 15 degrees north. That's 15 degrees north, or countermeasures will be undertaken to ensure the safety of this ship. Canadians. Well, this is a lighthouse, it's your call. Now, that transcript was proven to be just a modern reconstruction of an old Navy tale. But while the particulars may be fiction, how often do we find ourselves shouting into the microphone of our lives like the captain in that story? Time and again, in the Psalms, that great prayer book of the Bible, God is called our rock, our strength, our redeemer. Today, our lectionary reading from scripture guide us to depend on God as a kind of lighthouse, the rock of our salvation. My primary focus today is on the reading of the psalm. I can relate to it. We read the opening verses of the psalm here, but if you read the whole of Psalm number 71, you will hear a person growing older in life, baffled by events of the world, starting to question the foundations of faith of life itself. Does this sound familiar to you? If that is something that does not sound familiar, perhaps you are still not persuaded of the value of a life grounded in faith. The epistle reading creates a comparison in life by looking at two mountains. One is the mountain of God's law, Mount Sinai. The other is the mountain of God's community, Mount Zion. The author of that text, from Hebrews, demands our attention with dramatic illustrations of earthquake and fire announcing, in effect, God is with us, God is present in our worship. Answer God's call. At Mount Sinai, God gave direction for a guiding law of love for good and wholesome life. Now, many people think, yeah, just give me a few basic principles and I'm set for life. In fact, the people in the desert of Sinai did not want to hear the words that were given. Scripture says the people begged that no more words be spoken to them. How often do we ourselves call on the word of God until we figure that God's words are cutting too close to home. Now I'll return to the epistle reading at the close, but for now, let's turn back to the dynamic in the psalm. It says, deliver me and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame. Rescue me from the grip of the wrongdoer. That's the prayer. Later, in verses 10 and 11 of this psalm, the author says, My enemies have been talking about me, saying, God has abandoned him. No one will deliver him. Now, these words are the prayer of someone who feels the foundations of life shaking. How firm is your foundation? This week, I spoke with a person whose eyes are set on heaven They said to me, I'm not afraid of death because heaven will be so much better than this terrible world. I imagine many longtime believers are whispering similar things these days. But worshiping friend, heaven is not an escape hatch from life. God does not hide in the heavens, distant from our struggles. God is here now. A Christian claims the presence of God comes into our midst, renewing our lives, changing our perceptions, always turning our hearts toward higher and better purposes. And the cross, the cross of Jesus, is the sign that God struggles with us and assures us of final victory. Christian faith is not an escape from reality. Christian faith is a determination that love and life will always conquer hate and death. And that determination comes from a place of memory for the Christian. The psalmist remembers, You are my hope, Lord. You, Lord, are the one I've trusted since childhood. I've depended on you from birth. You cut the cord when I came from my mother's womb. Do we have that memory? Have we given that memory to our children? You know, like that person I mentioned earlier, I'm not afraid of death. But what does frighten me is the prospect of quitting. I am afraid of forsaking the truth of God's promises. My foundation. My spiritual origin, heaven, the eternal future, it's not a playground for the privileged in spirit. The future is framed by faith and allegiance to the law of love. So, as the psalmist prays, deliver me and rescue me by your righteousness. God's righteousness is a a refining fire, a sure, steady work of grace that starts in this moment and lasts through eternity. Heaven is not an escape from reality. It's the bending of reality into the future God is seeking through your life and mine, through all of creation. Now, let me offer a a comparison to golf. Golf. Does that make you happy, golfers? It's been a whole springtime and summer and I've not given you a single golf illustration yet, so here it is. It comes from Pete Dye, one of the most celebrated designers of golf courses that ever lived. In his book entitled Playing the Game, he described persistence as a key virtue. He wrote that unlike boxing, where the fighter is looking for the knockout punch, golf rewards patient players who realize that they must conquer all 18 holes to be successful. Worshiping friend, you have more holes to be played. There is a world to be saved, a life to be lived. And God's righteous grace is not finished with us yet. In verse 28, our epistle reading tells us we are receiving a world that cannot be shaken. In verse 3 of the Psalm, it tells us that God is our rock and our fortress. Do you feel as if your foundations are shaking? Well, then let me ask what have you made into your foundation? Now I have a suggestion for you to try this week. If if you've found that the news of the world is just rocking your world, try this for just a week or, or even a month at a time. Turn off the television news. Unplug your online news video turn off news radio or your news pod. Instead, find a trustworthy printed news summary and read that once a week. But before you read the news, read some scripture, perhaps a psalm, and then pray. And then when you finish reading the news, pray again. And then ask yourself, What does the Lord require of me today? And then pray again. What is shaping our perspective on life these days? Friend in Christ, church is a rock for you. It is a place of gratitude. It is a place built on the solid rock of Jesus' grace and righteousness. Built on that rock, the church can be a place of weekly refuge, but not to hide from life. No, God cut the cord for us to live in and transform this world with love. Church is our Mount Zion, God's community for you. It is the lighthouse where we change course to live with gratitude. And that's why our Psalm reading resolves the tension of its worry and remembrance by saying, my praise is always about you. We may seek refuge from the world for a moment, but God's community, the church historic, our church, over 150 years old, built on the rock of God with us on Jesus Christ and his righteousness, well, it changes our perspective. Now read to the very end of the psalm when you go home today and you'll see what God can do through you. It says, my lips will rejoice aloud as I make music for you. My whole being, which you saved, O God, will do the same. And my tongue, it will tell of your righteousness all the day long. Come to church and build your life on a solid foundation not a fleeting idea of some random principle or what you think you learned or heard once or twice. Weekly, come to church and build your life on a solid foundation. Change your perspective and transform the world with joy. This I deliver to you in the name of the triune God who creates, redeems, and sustains the world with joy transforming love. Three in one. Amen. Thank you for listening on our podcast or through our YouTube playlist of sermons. Be sure to forward this message to someone who you believe is seeking God's word today.